0: Want to welcome everybody uh, tonight from uh, Lift Him High Radio, Mike Springston FFC Podcast, um, and of course our regular Family Fellowship Chapel family. We're excited tonight to be sharing with you the message entitled The Bridge. Now, as I begin this study on the bridge, I want to say to you that our current method of teaching the subject of the love of God to the unbeliever is an issue. And it becomes an issue for their ability to understand the need for the bridge. If we teach the love of God as the blanket condition of the way God sees man in his sin, then the question that must be asked is, Well, if he loves me anyway, just as I am, is there a need for me to believe anything? Why is there a need for me to make any change in my life if he believes uh, and he loves me just like I am? Why should I have any concerns about my eternal relationship to God? Because he loves me. Why should I worry about the cross? Why should I worry about Jesus Christ? If He loves me, and He loves me strictly through the work that Jesus did for me, then He's done the work, and I must be okay. As you can see, friends, this leaves us with an extreme misunderstanding of the love of God. It also leaves us with the idea that there is no need for any personal change, for any personal transformation, for walking in any personal light, and for a change of pattern in our lifestyle. What's the result of that sort of message? Chaos. Chaos. Uh, Such as what you're seeing in our world right now. There's chaos in the church, chaos in the family, chaos in the street, chaos on the jobs, chaos in relationships, chaos in the mind of mankind because they have no spiritual filter and they have no spiritual perception. Why? Because all they've been told is God loves them. And they're convinced they don't need any spiritual filter. They don't need any spiritual understanding because God loves them. As long as God's done all the work, I don't have to worry about it. My friend, the world is turned upside down, totally away from truth because of the total misunderstanding of the love of God. I'm going to unpack some of that for you. Then I'm going to unpack this bridge concept that comes to us from 1 Peter chapter 7. Look with me at Romans chapter 5 and verse 8. But God, Paul said, referring to the Godhead, commendeth, He introduced, exhibited, and stood nearby his love. His personality and his character. He commended his love towards us, toward us. Now this means that he introduced his love toward us by giving something. He introduced, for God so loved the world that he gave. He introduced, he commended something into the world. And that gift was the gift of Jesus Christ. He is the incarnate love of God who shows love by who he is. Well, John 1 called him grace and truth. In that, but God commendeth his love towards us in that, in that, you've got to be aware of that. The love of God was introduced in the person of Jesus Christ. We're going to find out, and I'm going to make this introduction to you right now. Jesus Christ is the favor of God to mankind. We have touted grace as being the unmerited favor. We've walked over it, we've run over it, we've taught over it, we live, we've lived over it, never understanding that the grace of God was God's favor of giving Jesus Christ to the world. Going to show it to you. In that the love of God is introduced to us in Christ. He is the love gift from God for the sinner. In that while we were yet sinners, the favor of God died for us. Christ is the introduced love of God to the sinner. The sinner must believe on this gift. Now we've taught the sinner to believe on grace, And that grace is the end all be all. And once you're in grace, you're always in grace. Once you're connected, you can live any way you want to. And the love of God take care of everything else. Well, in that sin, the love gift was given for you. He is the favor of God that was commended for you. This does not imply now that the love of God, the the love that we are propagating is given to sinners in such a way that sinners have no accountability and no responsibility. No, the truth is the love of God was provided us in the favor of his son. So here we see the misunderstanding of love this misunderstanding has dire consequences and repercussions. As we begin to look at what Paul is telling Timothy in Second Timothy chapter 1, I want you to recognize the desensitizing of the spirit of fear that the doctrine that we are teaching concerning the love of God and grace has caused... Because we no longer live understanding how devastating the spirit of fear is because everybody's been told they're okay. You can go to the funeral of the worst person, uh, uh, the worst violator of the law, the worst violator of children, the worst violator of women, the worst violator and perpetrator of violence, and they're all going to heaven. We've desensitized ourselves. If we can be convinced that the love of God is the covering for the sin that we commit, then we can be convinced that there is not one thing for us to be concerned about with reference to God's judgment, with reference to where we will actually endure eternal life. We can easily believe that the doctrines of our day are correct. We can accept this fact about our frailty. We can accept the problems with our flesh. We can accept our passions and desires for self-gratification, immediate self-satisfaction, and have absolutely no fear of consequences. Because that's what we're being taught today. Why? Because according to our teaching, the love of God handles it all. Friend, this model is absolutely deception of the highest order. The love of God is who God is. It is His personality, His character, His actions. Uh, It is Him. That is who God is. He is love. The means of interaction now that is expressed to you and me is grace. This favor, the grace of favor, is introduced to us when God commended his love towards us through Jesus Christ. It is introduced, grace is introduced in him. He is the favor of God to mankind. You didn't deserve it. You didn't even want it. You were in rebellion. You were in absolute destruction of all spiritual things. But God made a favor for mankind. It was Jesus Christ. It wasn't the tool of grace. It was the commended, introduced love of God in Jesus Christ. His favor was given to you while you were still in sin. That interaction is expressed to you in grace. He, Jesus Christ, the favor of God, is shown to you and I, mankind. We are sinners now, we must accept him and the favor of which he has given us. He is grace himself. He is truth himself. Notice this. He is the favor of God who is called grace. Jesus, as your favor from God, died for you and me, while we were yet sinners. Why did he do that? To express in himself, from himself, the love of God to mankind. From this man that John called grace and truth, the favor that was absolutely not merited by you and me. Our actions, our life, our inner self, dead, did not merit the life of Jesus Christ. But God showed favor by sending Jesus Christ to die. Grace. He paid the price for your sin. Now watch this now. Because of that favor being introduced to us by God, man was given the ability and the opportunity to believe upon the one who was the favor of God. By believing on the one who was the favor of God, he became who became the gift of God for all sinners. We then are made alive by the spirit of life that's in Christ Jesus. It's at the moment where believing takes over based on the favor of Jesus Christ. What was his favor? It was that he died as the love of God for you and me. He was God's favor to mankind. He was grace. Now then, we believe on him. We, by believing, become alive. When we become alive in him, the life that is in Christ Jesus is birthed in us. From that life, the spirit of the law of sin and death is destroyed. The carnal mind is destroyed. Life and peace becomes the mechanism The movement that grace, Jesus Christ, has produced in us. He is grace. He is and was our favor that commended God's love to us. Now, the love of God being introduced to us, our role was to Accept Jesus Christ by grace. Jesus Christ is grace. He is the favor of God to mankind. We accept him by faith. Now watch this. Both of these works are gifts of God. Grace was the gift of the favor of God in sending Jesus Christ. Faith was the gift of God given to mankind so that mankind in the spiritual world could accept the work. Upon accepting the work, the destructive boundaries of being a beggar, of being bruised, blinded, of being broken and being in bondage were broken. Those chains were broken by the favor of, Of the grace of Jesus Christ. What a great news my friend. Now once we come into that favor. We guess what? Come into him. We come into him. We believe in him. We accept him. And we begin to grow. In. Grace. What are we growing in? Jesus Christ. Who is he? He is the favor of God to mankind. We grow in him. We don't get saved and keep living like, call ourselves saved and live like the devil. We don't get saved and say, oh, I'm okay because our God loves me. God loved Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ exposed the favor of the love of God to mankind when he died on Calvary's tree. Upon that death, the avenue to believe in Jesus Christ and to accept Him by faith became ours. Once we became alive in Him, guess what we had? We had God's love. It had been commended to us in Jesus Christ. Now that we have His love operating in us, guess what happens to our personality? It completely is altered. It's changed. So if I say that I have Jesus Christ living in me, and the love of God is not coming out of me by my personality, the love for God is not coming out of me by my personality, my actions are saying that I am still living under the mastery of sin, then we've never accepted the favor of God's grace in Jesus Christ. Because our life will change when we believe. When we come under the favor, Jesus Christ, who is grace. Now, when that favor takes hold of us, all of a sudden, we begin to operate in a completely different atmosphere. We begin to operate in love, joy, peace, goodness, gentleness, temperance, kindness, faith. We begin to operate in a completely different personality. Why? Why? Because love now. Who was that love? Jesus Christ. Who gave that love? God. What did he give it for? He commended his love to us. While we were yet sinners, grace died for us. Hmm. Now we encompass the love of God. Now we expose, express, and expel the love of God. Well, what is the work that we are now operating away from? Where does grace take us away from? Grace takes us away from the destructive actions of sin. Grace takes us away from the works, the acts, the thoughts of the old nature. The destruction that sin has caused is removed by grace, Jesus Christ, His works. Our believing, His works. We become forgiven of our sins from that forgiveness, the born again event happens in the inner man. We are made by the favor that was introduced by God which is Jesus Christ, to come through him and be made alive by him. He is the favor. He is the unmerited favor. It is him. It is in him. It is in his work. It is in his death. It is in him destroying the flesh, being resurrected from the dead. It is in him being the high priest, him being Lord, and him being the man in the Godhead. We come through him and he is the favor of God. He is the expression of love. You cannot get into the love of God until you come through him. You cannot operate in the love of God. You cannot expect the love of God until you operate in grace. He is the object that must be believed upon. Once believed upon, we come into life. We come into life. Now we become the children of God and we are filled with something. What is it, Pastor? We're filled with the love of God, my friend. My friend, that's big news. That's big news. Because the favor of God, grace, Jesus Christ was commended to us, died for us while we were sinners, changed us when we believed, transformed us, brought us into the knowledge of what's this truth, the knowledge of the spirit of truth. Many are trying to say they're Christians without exemplifying, acknowledging, or living in the spirit of truth. Go with me to Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 29 and I'm going to be done for the night. Of how much sore punishment suppose ye shall he be thought worthy who hath trodden underfoot the Son of God. Why is that? Why would that be? Because he was the grace of God. He was the love of God He was the favor of God. He was produced by God. He commended, he introduced him into our world so that he could be the favor, the sacrifice, the offering that would destroy the power of sin and say to you, if you will come to him who is grace, and live by Him who is grace. Don't trot over Him. Don't trot over what the Son of God has done for you. Talking about I can live however I want to as a hall pass to sin because of grace. That's not true, friend. That's not true. The love of God has produced your favor. It's Jesus Christ. He is. He is grace. Who? The favor of God has revealed. How can we ever trot underfoot what the Son of God has done for us? While we continue to gratify ourselves, satisfy ourselves, live after the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye and the pride of life, continue to commit the works of the flesh and call ourselves Christian. No, friend, what's happened is we no longer are operating under the Spirit uh, With the knowledge of the spirit of fear, we're not operating from there. We we're not having any fear because we think everything is okay. We think we are okay. We're good in God's eyes. Watch what it said. Of, or of how much sore punishment suppose ye shall he be thought worthy, who hath trodden under the foot the Son of God, and hath counted the blood of the covenant wherewith he was sanctified. Now watch it. This is the work of the high priest, who from his act of favor blotted out the handwriting of ordinances that was against you. As grace, he put him away. What is your responsibility to be able to accept and live in that favor. You must accept him as the favor of God, as the grace of God. You must come out of darkness into light. What is light living, Pastor Mike? It's simple. Paul identified nine fruits that tell us what light living looks like. He said there is love, joy, peace, goodness, gentleness, temperance, kindness, meekness, and faith. These are love living fruit. That's how we're going to know. Now watch what he said. An unholy thing. How can you call what Jesus has done an unholy thing? How would you do that? By living in an unholy way. The one that has not taken the favor and accepted the work of Jesus Christ. That is the one that is calling the favor of God an unholy thing. When you're saying I can live however I want to live and it's okay, you're saying what grace did as a favor for you is an unholy thing because you are living in unholy ways. My God how much sore the punishment suppose ye shall be thought worthy of those who take the grace of God and call it an unholy thing and watch this and hath done, dis, done despite unto the spirit of grace my friend Jesus Christ is the spirit of grace when we disdain and rebel against his actions of favor, we have trodden underfoot his work. The punishment for so doing is the same for us that it was for Adam and Eve. It is to be rejected. It is to be cast out. This is a very severe punishment we're denying the favor of God that is given to us by Jesus Christ, who is the grace of God. So, when we live and take the holy thing and make it unholy, when we take the accepted thing, the covenant, and we take the sanctification, that is. The separated lifestyle, and we say, Oh, that, 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 don't worry about that. That's not a holy thing. We don't have to worry about it. We've, we've believed on Jesus Christ. We have the love of God covering us. Well, my friend, we are trodden on. We are doing despite to the Spirit of grace who is Jesus Christ. If you desire to live in Christ, accept Him as your Savior. Accept Him as being the favor of God to you and you didn't deserve it. Accept him and begin to live for him. Let your inner man be born again. Let your inner man be changed. Let Jesus Christ, grace, work with faith in you to produce light and bring you into a new kingdom. That kingdom will be life. From that kingdom there will be peace. There will be joy unspeakable and full of glory. There will be nine measuring sticks for you to measure your life against. Plus the measuring stick of grace. The measuring stick of the spirit of grace. My friend, what will come from that will be the love of God because you will now be the child of the living God he will reproduce in you who he is that's what he did in Jesus Christ he commended love he commended love in Jesus Christ so that you and I could become his love and in so doing We could be changed. How, pastor? Into the image of his dear son. Father, I thank you for the word of God tonight. Bless, move, and keep your people. We give you praise, we give you honor, and we give you glory for the word of God, for the truth of what the unmerited who, of who, the unmerited favor of God really is. How the unmerited favor of God is appropriated to us And what our response to the unmerited favor, Jesus Christ, who is the Spirit of grace, must be. For if we call His work an unholy thing, and we do unholy things in response to His work, how much greater shall the punishment be? And how much more worthy of punishment will we be? Because we have trodden underfoot the work of the Son of God. He is grace. God, minister to you people. We praise you. We honor you. Glory in your name. In the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Well, God bless you, my friends. I see Linda and Sharon and Lorraine. I appreciate you all. And I'm sure there'll be many more coming on that maybe didn't comment, but we're glad to have everybody. Uh, This is real, real talk that we're talking about in this process of the pattern of the love of God. May God richly bless you. We'll see you again Sunday morning at 1030 in the sanctuary. Wednesday night, we'll have another Bible study. Uh, We will there be talking about um, uh, the uh, bridge, some more on the bridge and uh, you uh, won't want to miss that if you're available at 645 on Wednesday evening. May God richly bless you with my prayer. Until we get to speak again, Jesus is Lord, and don't you forget it.